Amen. Well, I'm going to share with you this afternoon now from the Word of God for just a few minutes. Thankful that they taught us in Bible school that blessed are the short-winded because they shall be invited back again. Amen. <laughs> and when you're full, amen, that sleepitis just starts to come on you. Everybody starts acting a little bit black when you get full. But anyway, I'm going to move on. <laughs> we live in a, in a world right now where it seems like everything is paced to lights, camera, action. Do I have any movie people in here that remember back in the day when they used to say those words, lights, camera, action. If you used to follow that uh, storyline right there, how they used to say that, before they ever got to the lights, camera, action, there would be a person that would walk out and they would say these words, quiet on the set. Anybody remember that? Many people live their lives with no quiet on the set. They live their life in the lights, in the camera, in the action, but they never take that time to pull away. They never take that time to be still. They never come to that place to where they allow God to be God in their life. And this morning, I just want to talk to you just for a few minutes from John chapter 14, out of John chapter 14, verse 27. And Jesus is saying this to his disciples, and he's saying it to us today. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, I do not give to you. And he goes on to say, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, how many of you know that we are living in a day, in a season, in an hour, a time that we are in right now, that is easy to let your heart be troubled? It's easy to let your heart be afraid. But I want you to understand this, that this is during a season when Jesus is talking to his disciples, when, he, when things are about to change. He's about to leave the scene. He's about to fulfill the, prof the prophecy that has gone forth on his life, that has been written on his life. And things are about to change, and uh, the disciples are like we are. They didn't necessarily like change. Hello? I don't know if you like me, but I like my same routine. And if you get me out of my, my routine, hello, you're disturbing the force. <laughs> but Jesus is letting them know ahead of time, listen, things are about to change. Things are, things are shifting. And just because there's, there's trouble ahead, there's troubled days ahead, there's a troubled season ahead that doesn't look good in the natural, he says, listen, I'm going to leave you something that's going to get you through this. Amen. And listen, he hasn't left us. Uh, with a vacancy. He hasn't left us with the void. The same peace that he has imparted to the, to the disciples is the same peace that has been imparted in to us. Somebody say, I have the peace of God. Come on, say it one more time. I have the peace of God. Amen. So again, this transitioning is happening, and, and Jesus doesn't want his disciples to be troubled. He doesn't want them to be afraid. If he didn't want them to be troubled and afraid then, he doesn't want us to be troubled and afraid now. 
Amen. And there, again, there are a lot of things that are going on that are, that are transitioning, and we can look at them from a natural standpoint, but we looked at them from a, a spiritual standpoint. Amen. And regardless of what goes on, we're going to be at peace. Amen. It's a decision. Hello. You know, you can have a million dollars in the bank, but if you don't make a withdrawal, hello, you have to make a, a withdrawal. You have to spend it. And the peace of God is on the inside of it, on the inside of us, and we have to withdraw that peace in times of trouble. Hello. In times of stress, in times of despair, we've got a resource that we have to draw on. Just like we draw on the joy of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Huh? The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. And it's wonderful to use joy in its place, but joy will not do the work of peace. Well, mighty quiet in the room this morning. I see I'm going to have to go longer than I intended. But I want to read this. I want to read this verse from uh, a couple of different translations this morning, and I want you to say this again: I have the peace of God. Amen. Listen to this from the New Living Translation. Again, this is John 14, verse 27, and Jesus says, "I am leaving you with a gift." How many of y'all like gifts in here? Huh? Tis the season for gift giving and receiving. Hello? I like gifts. Hello? Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, brother came in this morning. What's your name again? Zach? Yeah. And Zach was saying stuff to me. Zach was giving me a gift that he didn't realize. When people tease me, I'm a good teaser back. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I believe in the hundredfold return. So if I talk about Zach a lot in my message this morning, you know he sold. Amen. Glory to God. But God is a great gift giver. Amen. And Jesus says, I'm leaving you with a gift. Whoo! He says, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give, it is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. There's no use to looking to the world for peace. It's not, that's not where it's found at. Amen. But what God has given us is this gift of peace. I mean, somebody can be in your face cussing you out. Hello. Let's just make it real. And you just be at peace. Two amens and a couple of grunts. Okay, I see where we're going. <laughs> it can be trouble all around you, but we can operate out of this gift of peace. Amen. The peace of God keeps us. Let me read this out of the Amplifying Translation. This might take the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> All right. Amplified Version says it like this. Peace I leave with you. My perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled. I'm going to say that again. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not, do not let your heart be troubled. There's a decision to be made. Hello? Oh, God, what are we going to do? Stop it. Don't be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Or do you see everything that's going on? Jesus says, don't be afraid. 
Don't be troubled. That means we have the ability, amen, to be stable. Oh, my goodness. Let me move on. Peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Listen to this. It says, let my peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. Did y'all hear that? Let my peace calm you in every circumstance. How many circumstances? How many? Uh, so that means you don't have to fly off the handle. Well, let me move on. I, this is an easy crowd today. In every circumstance, and give you courage and strength for every, every challenge. How many of you know that we are facing things today? And there is a manner, there is an attitude that we are to face things with. Amen? And it's not anger for anger. Render unto no man evil for evil. Amen? But where we live at and where we operate from is out of the peace of God. But many times we have to, have to be reminded that we have the peace. Hello? Anybody ever hidden money from themselves somewhere? Huh? Whether it's in your wallet, whether it's in the drawer or somewhere, you know. Uh, some people hide money in their, in their glove box. Oh, maybe I shouldn't tell that kind of stuff. But there are places that people hide money, and many times we put that money there for what? A crisis. When something's going on, so that we have that little stash that she don't know about. <laughs> Hello. But many times as we operate life and we do things in life, we forget about that money. Hello. And you think, oh, I don't have no money. And then something will jar, something will jar your memory. And it's like, wait a minute. I do have a 50 under my license. Uh, I'm all right now. I can put gas in my car. And this is how it is with, with the peace of God. Many times we're facing things and we're going through things and we're wondering how we're going to handle it, how we're going to deal with it. Amen. Well, we allow the peace of God to rule in our hearts and in our minds through Christ Jesus. What do we do? We allow the peace of God to take charge. Say it one more time. We allow, we allow it. We let it. We let it happen. All right? We're supposed to allow this to happen. Huh? Not that attitude. You smack me, I'm going to knock your teeth. I mean, you know. That, that's not the direction. Hello? That we're supposed to go in. Remember when Jesus was uh, reviled? He didn't revile back. Real quiet in the sanctuary this morning. Listen, I'm trying to explain to you the gift that you got. This is not something you're trying to get. If you're a believer, you have this peace. You can operate out of this peace. You can live in this peace. When everybody else is going berserk and going crazy, you can be at peace. Huh? I found this out. I'm going too long already. I'm sorry. But anyway, I'm going. So, last year... I shared this last year when I was here. I went through the whole, whole COVID battle last year. And uh, there are different ways that you fight different battles. Hello? 
And, and, and last year with COVID for me was a learning experience. Now, I've, I've been raised in church all my life, you know, and I know about praising God till your miracle comes. Hello. And I know about work, walking, doing the, the Jericho march around, huh? Till the wall comes down, we're going to walk around. Oh, okay. Some of y'all knew the church today, but anyhow. And we know about all these different, different ways of fighting, you know? Hey, here's Goliath. What are you going to do? Okay, no Bible students in here. Okay, when there's a Goliath, huh? You pick up that stone. Not just one for him, but his brothers too. Because we're going to take the family out. There's going to be some throw, stone throwing going on today. Huh? And so th these are the ways that we, we learn to fight and we look at these battles and, and this is how I'm going to take this COVID down. This is how I'm going to take it down. It's going down in Jesus' name. Hello? And we learn to confess the word. Hello? And so, like, I'm doing all these things and COVID's not moving. I'm doing the word. COVID's supposed to, I'm confessing the word, but it's not moving. And I begin to look inside, huh? Because Jesus said, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he'll do what? He'll lead you into all truth. And so I'll just be very transparent with you today. As I was laying there in bed, you know, and they tell me, telling me that I'm going to die and that if I don't go on this respirator, you don't have long, I looked to that peace on the inside. I've never fought a battle in peace before. I've always marched around the wall. Come on. I've always thrown, snow, thrown stones, which is the word. I've always been active, prayed. We'll pray this thing. Now, we'll pray the power down. Jesus' name. But all these things have worked in the past, but they're not working now. I mean, you know, a preacher got confused. Huh? <laughs> these things are supposed to work. And so I was laying there in the bed, the Spirit of God began to deal with me about just follow the peace. Well, I've never fought like that before. Huh? I'm more so, you get in my face, I'll get with you. Ah, oh, Jesus, I will get with you and tell the Lord I'm sorry later. <laughs> and so he said, listen, you're going you're gonna to fight this battle in peace. And so I laid there, and as all these different questions were coming, all these different things were saying, I learned to look, where do I have peace at? My response comes out of the peace of God. Just like Jesus left me billions of dollars, come on, he left me this peace to operate out of. My peace, I leave with you. And so through the whole COVID thing, the thing that led me out, was the peace of God, peace that passes our understanding. Um, many of you may be dealing with circumstances and situations, and, and you're wondering how you're going to find your way out. I would encourage you today to follow the peace of God. It's the peace that God has given us to use. Hello? Not just the peace sign. Hello? This is something that we put into practice in our life. And I, and I, I want to I close. This is my first closing. <laughs> I get seven. <laughs> Baby's over at clapping. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. 
but many things that, that we go through in life, we learn how to respond because we've watched somebody else respond. Hello? I, I learned to respond to the N-word, and I say this a lot. You know, when people would call me the N-word, I learned how to respond because I saw how people around me responded to it. Huh? Nobody ever told me, Philip, when somebody calls you the N-word, operate out of the peace of God. I, n I never heard that. And if you're here today and you've never heard it, <laughs> ball's in your court now, all right? <laughs> Lord, bring it back to their remembrance. Amen. And so, again, we learn these responses by, by things that we watch, people that we watch in life. And so the disciples learned this lesson from the master himself, how to operate in the crisis of life by operating in peace. Over in Mark chapter 4, and I'm trying to close real quick now. This is number two. <laughs> over in Mark chapter 4, Jesus told his disciples to get into the boat and to go over to the other side. Amen. And so they got into the boat. Jesus goes to the back of the boat, lays down, gets on the pillow, and goes to sleep. And how many of you know that there is a storm that arose? Why did the storm arise? Because Jesus was sinning? Okay, four no's. No, Jesus wasn't sinning. <laughs> Whose church you been in? <laughs> the storm didn't rise because Jesus was being disobedient to the Father. Huh? The storm didn't rise, you know, because they were going somewhere they shouldn't go. No, they were in the perfect plan of God, and there arose a storm in their life. Listen, you can't dictate when a storm is going to arise. Just because a storm arises doesn't mean you did something wrong. Give me a better amen in that one. Everybody still didn't say amen. Y'all give me a better amen in that. The devil don't like you. Amen. We live in a fallen world. Hello? And things sometimes just show up. Hello? I didn't walk out and say, hey, hit me with the COVID. <laughs> I had a friend of mine ask me, said, what did you do wrong to get the COVID? I said, I was around you and your unbelief. See, folk be trying to make you cuss, you know, and you have to remember I operate out of the peace of God, not by my flesh. And so anyway, here it is. They're going over to the other side. Amen. And the storm comes up. Not only does it hit Jesus' boat, but it hits all the boats. All the boats. Huh? Every boat had trouble. Every boat was taking on water. You're not in this by yourself. Everybody faces tests and challenges. Hello? You're not immune, but you got to know how to respond. Glory to God. And so Jesus is in the back of the boat, and, and the disciples are troubled because they're taking on water, and they're about to sink. And this is the thing that gets me. How come they didn't wake Jesus up sooner? <laughs> Hello, somebody. Huh? When there's trouble, you get domestic. But like many of us, we think we can handle it. And so we wait until we almost, almost under. It's almost done. All right, I better call on Jesus. Well, why didn't you call on him in the beginning? Why didn't you get his wisdom in the beginning? 
Jesus got the, the Father's wisdom in the beginning. So when, when they woke him up and said, said, don't you care that we're dying? Don't you care? They did not walk in and be like, Jesus, get up. No, uh-uh, we're about to die. You better get up. And so when Jesus gets up, this is, where, this is where the disciples learn a major lesson. When Jesus got up, he didn't get up and say, what are y'all doing? What is the problem? Jesus got up responding to the peace that was on the inside of him. And he started talking. And his words were, spoke to the wind, and he said, peace be still. Hmm? Peace. Be still. Now, I just want to ask you, I just want to ask you, you don't have to answer this one. What would have been your response? <laughs> hey, you get a hundred. I can't get all the way on over here, huh? That's the right answer right there. That's the truth. Jesus said, you'll know the truth, and the truth of, yeah, uh-huh. It's good to tell the truth in church. Amen. <laughs> and so that would have been most of our, hello, responses. We going under. We going to die. We're going to die. And so that's how it is when cancer shows up. That's how it is when COVID shows up. That's how it is when heart troubles come up. Hello? We say we go die. And nobody says peace. Be still. Uh, if y'all don't know it, I had a black mama growing up. <laughs> Just in case you can't tell. Just, you know, you, might not, you might look at me and wonder, I wonder what color his parents were. Yeah. <laughs> and so my mother and my father both, they, they taught me voice activation before it was ever possible. Huh? Before Siri ever showed up, my parents knew about voice activation. When my parents said, sit your behind down, <laughs> it wasn't no what. <laughs> no, I was like, you better sit down else you're going to die today. <laughs> Hello. And so my body, my body learned to respond to the voice. My body learned to respond to the voice. I'm going to say it one more time. My body learned to respond to a voice. You ain't getting another hundred. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know they're your guests. I, I apologize. <laughs> and so whether we realize it or not in life, there are lessons and there are things that we're, we learn to respond to the word. Our bodies respond to our voices. Amen. And when you say body, be calm. When you say body, be healed. Body, be well body, the anointing is working in you, your body responds to what you say. Amen. And when you say body, be at peace. Mind, 
be at peace. Soul, be at peace. No, they have to respond to you. They have to respond to you. Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. And I ask you today, what are you doing with the peace of God that you've been left with? I invite you in this season, this holiday season that we're entering into right now, to release the peace of God. We deal with family. Hello? We deal with creditors. Oh, it's real quiet right now. <laughs> we deal with all these things. How are we going to deal with them? We're going to deal with them from the peace of God that passes all understanding. We're not going to fret. We're not going to have anxiety. We're going to live in peace. May, may I take just a few more minutes? I know I'm long. May I take just a few more minutes and share just one more story with you? Again, we, we learn by what we see. We learn by precept and example. And, and I remember as a little boy growing up. Here, take this so I don't open it back up. because <laughs> That's another 30 minutes if I open that. So I remember as a little boy, and, and, and I like things to be on a practical level where you can use them in everyday life. Hello? If the word doesn't help me in everyday life, hello, it, it doesn't do me any good. I need God to help me every day. Hello? Okay. And so I remember that growing up, we used to settle things through, through our fists. Okay. <laughs> through our fists. That's just how we, how we settle things. If we had a, had a beef with one another, I'm going to whip you after school. And so anyway, one of my cousins got into a... To a uh, altercation with one of the guys in my neighborhood, and it was one of them time, kind of altercations where it emptied out the house, and so the, the house came out, and they were out there fighting in the street, you know, and they were just going at it, and so anyway, that, that broke up. Well, a few days later, my cousin was on the bridge there at home, and my cousin got shot and killed. Now, how many of you know there was no peace in my family? Huh? And so... His brothers, there's about six or seven of them, they said, now listen, we're going to go handle this. And, you know, so they all got together and they were there at the house. And uh, my aunt kept saying, listen, one of y'all call, my dad's name is Perry, but they called him Purr. Y'all call Purr, call Perry and tell him to come over here and pray. And, and, you know, my cousins and them, they're talking, no, we're going to go handle business. We're going to take care of this <laughs> today. We're going to take care of this. It's going to get done today. You know, and my aunt kept saying, listen, go call, call Perry. Somebody call Perry. Well, there were other preachers that came in and tried to calm stuff down, and they almost got whipped. <laughs> and so, anyway, finally somebody, someone called my dad, and, and my dad said, listen, I'll be over there in just, just a few minutes. And... Uh, my dad walked in the room, and of course, they were just in an uproar. And uh, my dad said, now, wait a minute. Before you, before you do anything, we're going to pray before you do anything. And he said, now, join hands. And you know, they were, eh, join. he said, I said, join hands. Amen, because we're going to pray. And, and my cousin is relating this story to me. 
And he says, he says, now when your dad started to pray, this is what he said. He said, Father, in the name of Jesus. And he said, that's all he got out of, out of his mouth. And he said, there was a peace that hit the room. said, I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. He said, your dad invoked the presence of the Holy Spirit in that room that day. And all that anger, all that hurt that we had on the inside, it instantly dissipated. And all he said was, Father, in the name in the name. Woo! Shoo! In the name of Jesus. And peace hit the room just using the name. <sighs> Come to find out a few days later, my cousin had been on the bridge playing with a gun and it accidentally went off in his face. Our whole family would be. Our whole family would be in a different place today. If somebody didn't know how to bring the peace of God into a volatile situation. This piece is just not for us. But we are to be the distributors. Are you hearing me this morning? We're, be, we're to be the distributors of this peace. This peace that surpasses understanding. It, again, it's wonderful to have it in the bank. But what are we doing with it? What are we doing with it? What are you doing with the peace? that you have today. Our earth is a different place today because Jesus came as the Prince of Peace into the earth. Amen. And he is the head of this thing. And as he is in this world, so are we. So are we. Amen. So we carry that peace. We carry that presence. I know in many situations, again, we're taught to respond out of our flesh nature, out of our natural nature. But I want to challenge you today to respond out of the peace of God. Don't let anybody steal your peace. Amen. It is a gift from God. Amen. And that peace is resident on the inside of you. I just want to remind you that the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. So he's going to come for it. Hello? Y'all got traffic up here. The devil going to come for your peace. But you don't turn it loose. It's my gift. I have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. When you go into work tomorrow, remind yourself, come on, I have the peace of God. Amen. People can see it on you. I could go into a lot more, but I want to leave it right there this morning. When you go home today, go home different. Brother Philip, what do you mean? Go home in peace today. When they smart off at you, don't respond. 
you needed that one, didn't you, Zach? Yeah. I can tell. Jesus. When the customers come in tomorrow because you jacked up something on their car, I mean, just respond. <laughs> See, he's having trouble with this one. Y'all pray for Zach. <laughs> respond out of the peace of God. Father, thank you for your people today. Thank you for your family. Father, you're just not, not a, a God who grants to one and doesn't give to another. But, Father, you sent Jesus so that we all could have peace, that we could operate in this peace. And, Father, there are people in this room who are facing tests and trials, sickness and disease, many different crises in their life. And Father, we just release that peace to them today in the name of Jesus. We speak peace to the storm. We speak peace to their circumstances. We speak peace to their bodies. Body, line up with the word of God. Every cell, line up with the word of God. Every organ, we speak peace to you now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Headaches, we speak peace to you now. Cryonic, chronic headaches, peace. Now, in the name of Jesus, no more, no more, no more, no more maladies in their bodies. Call their bodies healthy, whole, well, strong, at peace. Ah, in the name of Jesus. Everybody just take a deep breath right here and just breathe out in Jesus' name. Merry Christmas to you. Do I get to sing now? Huh? With every head bowed and every eye closed, maybe you're here this morning, and maybe you don't know the peace of God because... The Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, has never been invited into your life. One thing I love about God is he will not force you to do anything, but he invites you. And he makes a way where man couldn't make a way, where you couldn't make your own way. He makes a way because he loves you and he has a plan for your life. Things in life sometimes suddenly change. Like Philip's cousin that whole family, all of a sudden, suddenly changed. Things suddenly change. You know, things can suddenly change in your life for good. When Jesus comes in, because you invite him in, he brings with him a peace that really does pass your understanding or blows your mind. That you have such a peace that you, you, you can't figure out where this peace came from. That's because... It's not from you, it's from him. The thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus said, I have come so that you could have life and have that life more abundantly. Sometimes I think we wonder, why am I not satisfied in life? Why hasn't life turned out to be everything I thought it would be? Do you know you'll never get that satisfaction 
until you give your life away. You give your life to Jesus. It's a strange thing about the kingdom is you never really start to live until you give your life away. Jesus gave us the great exa- greatest example that he gave of his life because he loved us. And his spirit is among us and is speaking to you right now. And he's calling you to a new life, to a sudden change, that your life will never be the same again. A lot of times we look in all these different places for what's the key, what's going to make the change. But really what makes the change is when from your heart you say, God, I believe that Jesus is your son and that he died on the cross for me and I'm deciding right now to receive him as my Lord and as my Savior. The Bible says know that you have eternal life. That means that we can know and you should know. The Bible also says as many as receive Jesus, those are the ones that he gave the right to be the children of God. Being coming a part of the family of God is not automatic. It doesn't happen. Uh, Philip was not born again because his dad was born again. It's not automatic because maybe people in your family are believers or ministers. And it's not automatic uh, because people didn't know the Lord in your family. You must make a decision for yourself, every single one of us. So right now, with every head bowed, every eye closed, whether you're in the room or watching online, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. And when you do that, what you're saying is, I don't want to live for myself anymore. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want to give my life to him. I I want something supernatural in my life. I want the peace of God. I'm going to pray a prayer in just a few seconds. And when I do, all you need to do to be born again is pray this prayer after me from your heart. And somebody said, how how do I know if I'm praying from my heart? Well, I've been married for almost 20 years, and the best example I know is if I'm upset at my wife and I need to forgive her, and I really mean it, I have to do that from my heart, where I really mean it. So I want you to pray this prayer with me with other believers. If you'd like to receive Jesus Christ, with every head bowed, every eye closed, uh, just slip up your hand, and I want to pray with you, and I want to pray for you. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son and that you raised him from the dead so that I could be right with you. I receive Jesus right now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm not going to live for myself anymore. I'm living for you. Thank you for saving me, making me brand new, wiping out my sins. Fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.